This is IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. This podcast is powered by the Indiana Municipal Power Agency. Since 1983, IMPA has provided 61 municipal utilities in Indiana and Ohio with low-cost, reliable, and environmentally responsible power. I'm Lee Llewellyn. So we're talking today with uh, Lindsay Malici. Uh, some of you may remember her as uh, Lindsay Beckman when she was involved in economic development. Uh, when I met her, she was with the Morgan County Economic Development Corporation. Now, Lindsay is uh, an economic development specialist with the Indiana District Office of the U.S. Small Business Administration. And as a way of explaining the services that uh, the SBA offers, um, they have uh, decided to talk about, and I think this is very helpful, to talk about their services in sort of three broad categories. Uh, starting a business, growing a business, or expanding a business. So it's start, grow, and expand. Um, and for this particular episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about those services that are focused on uh, growing a business. Uh, so we're presenting this podcast for IEDA members uh, not because we expect that most of you are directly involved in growing a business, but as you're doing your business and retention uh, uh, visits, uh, visiting with local businesses, uh, and you see an opportunity where a business may be looking for opportunities to grow, we thought that it would be good to talk about uh, the Small Business Administration, the services they offer, and in the, particularly on this uh, podcast, uh, focusing on those services that uh, are available for companies that are trying to grow. So this is uh, our second podcast uh, in a series with the Small Business Administration. Uh, and so uh, Lindsay's been very generous in, in making time available to talk through all three of these topics. So Lindsay, thank you very much for being here. Happy to be here. And so uh, let's go back and make sure that we're providing some context uh, for uh, this particular episode. Talk a little bit about uh, a, a brief description and overview of what is the U.S. Small Business Administration. Sure. The Small Business Administration, or the SBA, was created in 1953 as an independent agency of the federal government. And our focus is to aid, counsel, and assist and protect the interests of small businesses. Uh, we view small businesses as playing a significant role in the economic growth of our country. Um, we provide assistance through access to capital, entrepreneurial development, government contracting assistance, and advocacy. We have field offices all over the country, and our Indiana District Office covers the entire state. So, uh, I think you touched upon the mission of the SBA in that. One of the things that I think is always uh, confusing for people is the def there's a generic definition of small business and then there is the SBA definition of small business. So talk a little bit about, um, and, and again, it seems to vary depending upon the type of business, but, but talk about the range of 
some of the, the range of definition of small business for, for your purposes? I love asking this question anytime I'm talking to a group to see what they think a small business is. And we get so many responses ranging from one to two people, up to 50 people, and so on. But it can actually go much higher and still be considered a small business. So for most of our SBA programs, it's going to depend on the industry. Um, and it's going to be based on either annual revenue or employee count. So most farming, for example, you're going to be looking at $750,000 or less in annual revenue for PR agencies up to $15 million. Uh, when we're looking at some other industries, like most wholesale, we're looking at 100 employees or less. But ice cream manufacturing can go up to 1,000 employees. So I think it's important, and, and I, we appreciate the fact that you include farming as a business because, you know, we've been working with, uh, with our rural economic development model thinking about how we, we leverage the farm assets in the state. And one of the things that the, you know, uh, the Indiana Farm Bureau is always reminding us is, you know, farming is a business. Well, and I might be a little partial. I used to work for the Indiana State Department of Agriculture, and I've got farmers in my family, and it is definitely a business. And there are resources available either through SBA, our resource partners, or USDA that can help farmers with their business. So I think I'm not sure you touched upon this, but 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 generally, uh, how many businesses? Again, because we it, we have a much, it's a much broader definition of small business for the SBA uh, for SBA purposes. But roughly, how many? What percentage or how many businesses in Indiana would be eligible for services under your definitions? Most of them, Lee. So. Uh, if we're looking at you know a simplified definition of small business as 500 employees or less, Indiana has more than half a million small businesses. 99.4% of Indiana businesses we consider to be small businesses. So bottom line, if they're not really a large company or maybe a tier one supplier, then they most likely qualify as small. There's not a lot of middle ground. Um, if they are close to that line, um, that's something our office can help determine, or there is a size standards tool on our website at sba.gov forward slash size. Okay, so uh, uh, when, when I listed sort of the three categories, uh, start, grow, expand, the first time I saw that, I thought, well, what's the difference? I don't know, I don't know that I would understand what's the difference between grow and expand. Those would seem like they're, they're synonyms. So, as we start this conversation about services for business that want to grow, how, how do you differentiate between growing and expanding? It is fluidly, and um, try not to get too caught up in the differences because it is fluid. But generally speaking, uh, and it, for the purposes of this segment of the podcast, we're going to be thinking of growth more as what happens after that launch phase. Um, the tr more traditional business operations, managing and growing your business where you are. Think of expansion as expanding horizons into new territories, new locations, maybe exporting or or getting into government contracting. So let's get a little bit more specific then about uh, the, the growth activities, the kinds of things that um, you would focus on that you can assist with. What would be some of those activities for that sort of post-startup company that's growing um, that, that they might be working with, struggling with, that would fall sort of within the, the confines of what you're talking about? 
Sure. And uh, just to mention, a lot of this information we're going to be talking about is available in our online business guide at sba.gov and is also something that our SBA resource partners at the Small Business Development Center, SCORE, and Women's Business Centers can help businesses understand because a lot of them might even know what they need to be considering to start or grow or expand their business. But for growing, um, for managing the traditional business operations where you are, you're going to need to Uh, consider how you're managing your finances, um, accounting for revenue, expenses, having proper bookkeeping in place to keep you running smoothly. Uh, hiring and managing employees. You're going to need establish to establish a payroll system, and to do that, you're going to need an EIN, an employee identification number. You're going to need to figure out if you need state or local tax IDs. You're going to need to know how to manage your employ- employees according to labor laws. Um, you're going to need to know how to stay legally compliant. Um, so there are a lot of different uh, areas that businesses, as they have launched and are growing, need to be aware of that they are staying compliant with. And again, that's something that they can review basic information on our website and become clients of our resource partners, um, and their services are free, um, to help them determine. And when they're really start uh, ready to start thinking about maybe purchasing new assets or equipment, the resource partners can help prepare financial statements to build their case for more funding. A lot of the funding options are going to be the same as for the startups. They can bootstrap or self-fund. They can crowdfund. They can um, take out a loan, uh, which SBA could guarantee uh, if that would be helpful. Um, But now you can start thinking about things like whether or not you might want to consider selling some of your ownership. Um, And then... Obviously, marketing and sales is a huge component for uh, businesses to be successful. And our online business guide and our learning center um, at sba.gov have a lot of resources and information available um, for companies to read up on. So how would somebody know, uh, whether it's the business person themselves or, again, whether it's uh, the local economic developer who's meeting with businesses, um, how, how, what would be the trigger as they're visiting with those folks to know when they when they should contact you and what how would they do that you know they don't even really need to know all the different programs um, that SBA or our resource partners provide because uh, they can kind of think of it as our resources covering a wide variety of business purposes that help businesses start grow and expand. So if they need the free one-on-one business coaching, our resource partners can help. And they are also a great feeder system into some of the SBA programs like our SBA-backed loans. And um, the loans that we guarantee for small businesses cover most business purposes, including working capital and fixed assets. And we have a tool on our website, um, LenderMatch at SBA.gov, where uh, if a company maybe they already have a business banker maybe they don't if they don't or they want to look at options they can use our lender match pairing tool put in a few basic uh, questions about their project and see which SBA approved lenders might be interested in working um, to cover the financing for their project Um, if they're looking Uh, local economic development practitioners if their clients are looking for investors we have SBA licensed small business investment companies Uh, I I mentioned in 
earlier that for scientific research and development, there are even competitive grants available. But, you know, at the end of the day, they don't really need to know where to plug in to whom and to what and to where. Um, as long as they can keep in mind that our resources cover a wide variety of business purposes and they can either go through our resource partners at the SBDC SCORE Orwins Business Center or they can talk directly to our SBA Indiana District Office. Uh, we're happy to talk to them. So what happens? So they make the call. So then what, 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 I mean, what literally happens if they make the call to your office? What happens next? Well, it depends on what the need is. Um, so, like I mentioned, what if, if I don't know what my need is? So, <laughs> I, so I mean, well, you know, I think is, there are sometimes for for a lot of small businesses. I mean, they are they're they're hit they're being hit from so many different directions with so many different demands, and they're really not sure. Maybe you know, and and unfortunately, sometimes. They think money is the solution to all of their problems. So, so, so they're they're sort of asking for help, um, and so they reach out to you, or or a LIDO director reaches out to you. Then, then what happens? How would you how would you sort of through that next step help them figure out then what really is their their what's their true need? If they don't even really know what their true need is, then they're probably not prepared to have a conversation for the financing or for the contracting side of things yet. So I would refer them to the Small Business Development Center, SCORE, and Women's Business Center, um, SBA-affiliated resource partners who provide free one-on-one -on -one counseling. Um, and they are regionally based. They can often travel to a location that's convenient for the business to provide one-on-one -on -one counseling so that they can ask some of those probing questions and figure out what what they even need to be considering but I think that's I think that's important because I think sometimes and again you know I think it's it's across the board in terms of the level of sophistication uh, but again sort of my experience was you know there was all you know whatever whatever the problem was uh, many of the small business owners that I would talk to money was always in their mind, the solution to their problems. And once you would get them engaged with somebody, money really wasn't maybe the issue. It was managing, it was it was mm -hmm. inventory, it was a variety of other things. Marketing. Mm -hmm. So 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 the perhaps the first line of of opportunity is really through those small business development centers or connecting in the score or the women business uh, assistance center yes uh, which is going to be a much more perhaps interactive opportunity to make sure that they're even ready to have that next conversation exactly and i'm happy if any of our local um, economic development practitioners want to reach out i'm happy to connect them with the uh, the local uh, or regional resource partner, or they can go on our website at sba.gov to our local assistance tab and put in a zip code and find uh, which resource partners uh, cover their area. So do we think in terms of the services that are offered through, whether it's the Small Business Development Centers or through the SBA, is Indiana in general taking advantage of everything that it could, do you think? Um, I mean, from an SBA perspective, uh, we backed 
over 1,500 small business loans, 942 of which went to startups. Um, I think it's good. I think there's still room to build on that. And especially when you break it down at the county level, we have some counties who, uh, from a volume perspective, um, you know, are doing more than others. But that's just on the loan side. I, I think uh, Indiana's business climate is really conducive to uh to operating business and I think our local economic development friends do a great job of connecting their uh, small businesses to the resources that are out there and I would just love for them to consider SBA tools when they're out doing their BRNE visits. Yeah. And do you think that, um, you know, I think again part of the, the part of the climate in Indiana uh, is there a suspicion or a concern that it's 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 too much government uh, and so are, do you think that small business people are are perhaps reluctant to to avail themselves of your service because it's because it is government and and what you know what would you tell them to kind of bring some of that anxiety level down Lee you're getting philosophical on me well. now <laughs> I think uh, so first of all our our programs are free and they're optional. So if, if a business uh, wants to try them, they're not gonna be out anything. Uh, the resource uh, partners provide the one-on-one -on -one counseling for free. They're already taxpayer funded. So look at it as a return on your tax dollars. Um, and you know, they're, they're options and oftentimes, uh, in a, for example, for the loan guarantees, we the lenders are going to be looking to see if um, the business has invested their own equity into their business, if they have looked at other options. Um, so our tools uh, can help small businesses who may have exhausted all their other options or who are looking for better terms. Okay. So um, we've been talking about uh, SBA services that can be directed to companies that are trying to grow. What haven't we covered that you think we need to cover? I think, like I said, they don't really need to know all the different programs and where to be plugged in because anything that helps a small business start, grow, or expand, we have resources available, and they can just feel free to call me. My colleagues and I are happy to talk to you. All right. So we've been talking. This has been um, focusing on uh, small business administration services that focus on um, growing businesses. Uh, today we've been talking with Lindsay Malici, uh, Economic Development Specialist with the Indiana District Office of the U.S. Small Business Administration. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you, Lee. This has been IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. This podcast was powered by the Indiana Municipal Power Agency. Since 1983, IMPA has provided 61 municipal utilities in Indiana and Ohio with low-cost, reliable, and environmentally responsible power. Learn more about IMPA by visiting their website at impa.com and be sure to follow them on social media to stay in the know. This podcast is copyrighted 2019 by the Indiana Economic Development Association, which retains all rights to the content.